episode of the co-op show i'm one of your hosts brits and i'm jason and today we're talking about our time saving our relationship and partaking in e-couples therapy in a special preview episode of it takes two with the latest title from haze light studios so this is kind of fun this is our first preview episode and uh, it's because we spent two hours or so with it takes two and we thought it would be fun to try a little like interweekly episode normally our shows release on fridays but we're like you know what we got to play this awesome co-op game, so let's make a special episode just for it. Yeah, I mean, why not? This this game is freaking awesome, and I'm excited to talk about it. All right, so let's get into the TLDR of this bad boy. So the release date it's, is March 26th, 2021. This is an action-adventure platforming game developed by Hazelight Studios, published by EA. It'll be available on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, and Xbox Series X. There will be no cross-play, and there are currently no plans for Switch at this time. It supports both local and online co-op for up to two players. And I would say at its core, it's purely PvE. But uh, as we'll talk about, there are some fun PvP minigames. Oh, yes. Black of Cody. This yep. is definitely like a highlight we'll talk about. <laughs> that was awesome. It does have what's... This is awesome. It's called a friend pass, meaning only one person needs to own the game. So, um, you know, like... For, like, online play? Yeah, for online play. So, let's say, like, you know, Jason and I are hundreds of miles apart for some reason. And I'm like, you know what? I bought a copy of this game. I can just invite him to it, and he can just play for no cost. So, the plot overview of It Takes Two is pretty fun and unique. So, you play as the clashing couple Cody and May, two humans turned into dolls by a magic spell. Together, trapped in a fantastical world where the unpredictable hides around every corner, they are reluctantly challenged with saving their fractured relationship. Embrace a heartfelt and hilarious story where narrative and gameplay weave into a uniquely metaphorical experience. So before we get into the game, I want to talk a little bit about the founder of Hazelight Studios, Joseph Ferris. So again, he's the founder of Hazelight, and his first game was Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons in 2013. But you might most might recently most remember Joseph from the Game Awards in 2017. This was definitely a fun moment. So Jeff Keighley was interviewing him on stage, and he was getting ready to show off a way out gameplay. Now, you and I were there at the Game Awards in 2017. Yep, yep. I don't know. We were in the audience is what I mean. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was fun because instead of, like, the typical of Joseph saying, like, oh, thank you so much, Jeff. It's an incredible honor to be here. He, like, was like, the Oscars should go fuck themselves. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember oh that. He was God. dropping F-bombs and making everybody <laughs> it uncomfortable. It was really funny. It was pretty great. He was looking at the camera saying, like, fuck the Oscars and flipping the camera off. Anyway, um, it was just a, definitely a fun moment. And I know if you hadn't heard of Joseph before then, after that moment, you definitely had. He's definitely a, a fun character in this industry. So he founded Hazelight Studios in 2014, and their first game was A Way Out. And you and I played that. Yeah, that game was awesome. It was just a great experience. That, I don't know if we'll ever do a show on it, but, you know, <laughs> this is the co-op show, and that is a phenomenal co-op game. Yeah, because we did play it when it came out, so um, 
I mean, not that we wouldn't be down to revisit it that because because we've done that for other games on the show, but it's definitely on our list of games that we would like to do a show on because it's definitely a very yeah. unique experience. And so when Joseph was talking during our preview event, he also said that the team has expanded to 65 or so people um, since a way out had been released and that he's really excited for it takes two because back in the day most of the devs were like little interns and whatnot and since then he says they've learned so much and i would say based off of the few hours that we spent with it takes two i think you can definitely see the strides that the team has made since a way out so some stuff i learned during joseph's chatting session um before we actually got to play it Takes Two is the following. I just kind of want to briefly run through these so you kind of have a sense of what this game is all about. So this game is only playable in co-op, and it's actually designed from the ground up for co-op, and it was emphasized that you should play this with someone you know. He also emphasized that It Takes Two is akin to a rom-com and that he was inspired to try a rom-com because those haven't really been done in gaming before and that the genre itself naturally leads to co-op gameplay. Um, don't worry if you're worried about making choices in this game that'll make the relationship fail because there are not choices in this game and you will not be able to like modify the narrative based off of what you do. Also, what would you say about people who are not in a romantic relationship playing this game? In terms of... Like, is this game going to be something that they're going to be interested in and have fun in? Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Like, if if not just for the narrative perspective, I think for the gameplay alone, the cooperative aspect will be, like, super fun. Sure. And I think also... Will it be awkward at all for people? Because, I mean, we're talking about the characters are a married couple who are having marital problems. And one person is controlling the woman, one's controlling the man. And so, (laughs) if you're just friends and you are not in a romantic relationship, like, this is just opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. Like, do you think that this will be um that this will sort of hit all the same notes that it will hit for like a couple a co-op couple in a in a romantic relationship i mean i think some of the beauty of video games is that you're constantly thrown into narratives that don't match your actual life Mm -hmm. you know if you look at some of like the top games of most recent years i think of like the last of us part two i think of god of war for example you know um like i'm not a dad with a son you know and and i'm not like a woman in the post-apocalypse apocalypse in Seattle actually I'm very close to that I'm two of those things <laughs> there's just no apocalypse but like I'm not Ellie and her life isn't my own so like I think we as gamers are just accustomed to stepping into the shoes of other people and I don't think um there's anything to f- if you, I don't think there's be any reason for anyone to feel awkward about this yeah. I think if anything maybe you'll learn like a few important tidbits of a relationship advice i also i think that the the game it doesn't take itself that seriously in the sense that yes this is a couple who is having like marital struggles but you would never know it by the way they interact like they laugh and joke with each other and like their tension isn't real you know um and that's a good point to bring up because joseph also did emphasize that this is a warm story about love and don't worry about feeling anxiety during this game yeah it's not meant to be like the tearjerker or i mean i'm sure there are moments that might actually make us tear up who knows like Mm -hmm. just from the interaction we've seen from cody and may like i think they're very well written characters and there might be some touchy subjects in there but this isn't like a super angsty kind of narrative no uh -uh. so um, a few other quick points is that there aren't numbered lives or level timers, but your characters will have health. If you fall off a cliff, you'll probably just disintegrate, but you'll come right back. Yeah. But if you do lose too much health, you'll just have to mash Y to spawn your character back. 
Yeah, really, uh, really forgiving. I it's mean, it's really forgiving, except for the one boss. Where we, <laughs> the, <laughs> we will talk. We'll talk about that boss in a minute here, but uh, he wasn't very nice to us. And about twelve to fourteen hours for completion. Oh, nice. And so we put in how many? Would you a say a couple, like two ish? That, that was pretty much the extent of our preview coverage. That yeah. was the extent of our preview coverage, and that covered the first two chapters of the game. Yep. And also, there will be no collectibles or quote other shiny shit. You know what? That was all right with me. Like I, I kind of was able to just focus on finding the right path forward rather than worrying if I need to go down this tributary or that tributary to see if I missed a collectible. 100%. I'm with you, especially in a game like this. I feel like the main focus should be the narrative and building these characters out, not having to grow off the beaten path. And, and progressing to, in the actual exactly, game, right? Right, and not trying to worry yeah. about finding something shiny over yonder. Like, I, I do appreciate I think collectibles belong in some games, sure, mm-hmm. but in something like this, like... I think it was 100% the right call. So this game, if you haven't seen the art of it, it kind of has this Pixar-y vibe to it. Yeah. Which is yeah. Um, really, it's really beautiful, actually. It's kind of like this mix of photorealism and Pixar. Yeah, is I would how agree. how I would describe it? Yeah, it, uh, Pixar is a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so during our demo, we saw, for example, the inside of a shed. We saw the outside. We scaled a large tree. There were some fantasy settings, underground, like, caves and burrows, etc. The facial animations and voice acting are really good and really spot on. Yep. Like, you know, you might think of, like, okay, what about a clay and wooden doll? Like, how, like, how great can they really be? But obviously this was mo-capped, but... It still looks fantastic, I think. And you can really read the expressions that these dolls are trying to convey. Definitely. Which is incredibly important in a game like this. So, again, like, props to that. And the sound design, oh, <laughs> there's It's this, really good. You talk about that vacuum tube that you... Oh, God. So this game has I kind of want to hear it right now. <laughs> this game has some major Honey, I Shrunk the Kids vibes. Yes, I've been thinking of that. Yeah, you're like these little dolls, right? And so when you're inside the shed, for example, like the first chapter... You know, you're seeing all of these things from a different perspective because we're so tiny. And one of the puzzle mechanics, and we'll talk about this too and more in depth later, is you go through vacuum tubes. Yeah, like vacuum cleaner, like, like the yeah. tubes of a vacuum yeah, cleaner. Yeah, yeah, And they're all ridged, and they make that really satisfying, like, ridgy sound. Yeah, and then when you come out, it's like, boop. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy playing with vacuum tubes? Okay, that could be a really weird question. <laughs> I might not want to ask that. Uh, but, like, seriously, I loved playing with that. I love putting, like, my little Power Rangers in the vacuum tubes and, like, pretending like it was a big tentacle arm. <laughs> but did you have an imagination when you were a child? I, I, have you ever sucked up a spider that was so big that it, like, and it, that it kind of, like, Clunk, 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 the way down down the tube. Fuck no. And if I ever did, I'd probably like <laughs> drink so much I would never remember that. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened then. Oh, God. <laughs> so audio and visually, like, it looks really pretty. So now that I feel like we've kind of given you an overview of like what the art style is like, what you can expect from this, like, let's get into like what this game actually really is. So this yeah. is a platformer. It, it's, it's, not, it's not like 2D though, not like you know, Mario or something. Yeah, shit. I mean, it's, it's an action-adventure platformer is the best yeah. way to describe it because you will be doing, like, 3D stuff. There are mm-hmm. some 2D elements to it, too, but, you know, you walk, you sprint, you dash, you can jump. Double jumps. Double you got, jump. You got uh, dodge rolls. What you're looking at when you're playing a level of this is it's mostly 3D, but there are times where it kind of turns into, like, a little mini, like, vertical side-scroller at times, you know, when you're hopping sure. around platforming. You can yeah. s- scale walls a little bit. 
Um, and again, because with the honey, I shrunk the kids vibes. There's some really fun levels. So there like, was one point where we thought we were inside a PC. Yeah. For example. You're walking around on circuit boards and like wires and cords are going everywhere. It's just kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. We were like jumping across Roombas. Oh yeah. Like hovering Roombas <laughs> yeah. and shit. Um, there was one level where we were outside and we had to scale a tree and you saw like all these little ants and other tree things, things that maybe got thrown into a tree and were forgotten. And I, I figured out you can butt stomp the ants and they yeah. can squish them. Poor ants. They just kind of explode into a thing of dust and then they're just, yeah. they just yeah. disappear. But uh, you can, uh, you can rope swing, which is very satisfying. Mm -hmm. There's rope swinging. There was a few levels that we did or a few areas where you were like on rails skating through dodging oh, stuff. Oh, that was so fun. I like, I felt like I was on a roller coaster ride. Yeah, it, it reminded was really me cool. of um, Donkey Kong Minecraft levels it was really fun and it wasn't too difficult um i really liked it um shoot i mean there was a lot of different kinds of gameplay in just the two chapters that we played it yeah. was really diverse there's this on rails high speed like action um you know sort of like reaction time uh gameplay and then there's the platforming there's the puzzle elements where i got to figure out how to help you get to what you need to do and you got to help me figure out what i need um, yeah, I think um, we touched on a few things there. Like, first, I think we should talk about the combat a little bit. It's not like there's an attack or a strong attack, a weak attack or anything like that. Like, mostly it's you're just running around jumping on things. But um, there will be mo moments where you will have special weapons in each yeah. level. And then you have to really collaborate with your partner. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So in Chapter 2, uh, they they equipped us each with, uh, like a like, a type of gun. And so I had this gun that shoots sap and sap is like flammable and uh, an explosive in this game. And then you had this gun that Match I, gun. Yeah. And it like it, it ignites sap. Mm -hmm. So what we were doing is neither one of us could kill enemies um, alone. But what we could do is I could I could spray an enemy with sap. And then if you hit that enemy after I've it sapped explode. it, it explodes. And, and it so, was so great because I got to do it against bees. Wasps, yeah, bees which sample. is like your favorite thing ever. I freaking hate those bastards <laughs> so much. So it was really satisfying to be able to shoot a wasp and have it like explode. So what's cool is I'm, I'm sitting here going around like dodge rolling, you know, really good, really good combat. Dodge rolling around, jumping, you know, going from platform to platform. And I'm, my whole goal is like I'm, I got to sap every single wasp so that you can actually kill these wasps. And so then we're sort of collaborating because it's sometimes it's it's like, hey, make sure you get this big guy over here. Let's let's focus on him. Or maybe if it's just a bunch of little guys, you know, I'm sapping everything and you're kind of like following behind me and blowing them up after I sap them. You let's know? be real. I was hiding while you were sapping everything. <laughs> let's not sugarcoat it. I was cowering and hiding behind some jars while you were <laughs> while you were <laughs> sapping everything. And then once everybody was ready for my matches, I just like went ape shit and Kaboom. I blew everything up. It was it was glorious. It and was the, really fun. Combat. And the more sap an enemy has on it, the bigger the explosion is. Yeah, which is so also you, super fun. you can just spray the shit out of it. And then the sap it has other elements too. Like uh, if I spray something with enough sap, it'll weigh it down, and then mm -hmm. that can that can uh, cause you to be able to interact with your environment. So or like hop on a platform, and right? Weigh down or something. Yeah, and there's a, yeah, um, or fill up you know a, a, a lantern that needs more sap in order to burn brighter, which will have more effects on the on the environment things like that like there's all these puzzle elements that they've really really well just well done it's fun i never felt like they lingered with one type of puzzle or one type of gameplay for too long they really moved the pace so that it felt fresh 
In fact, every level will have some sort of new mechanic to it. That's awesome. So yeah, it'll never get stale, which is yeah. like really cool. And I mean, that's a pretty big undertaking. So like props and uh, so far from what we've seen, like yeah. so far, it seems like the innovation never lacks. Something's always fun. Yep. Another mechanic um, wasn't necessarily a weapon, but it was a hammer and a nail. Oh yeah. So I had the hammer, which means I got to smack a bunch of shit and it was great. And Jason had a nail. And eventually by the end of the level, you had three nails at your disposal mm -hmm. and you were able just to like, shoot things to create platforms for me you're able to nail things to create you know to like hold it shut yeah. or whatever so yeah some fun stuff there mm -hmm. um going back now to some of the puzzle examples um <laughs> the first one we i think that this is the first puzzle you and i came across it was like a vacuum hose puzzle and essentially someone had to hop in one end and then the other person has to grab the other end of the hose and aim it so I could shoot you yep. on top of a higher platform. But in this case, actually you were shooting me somewhere. Yeah. And so Jason like gets on the far end of the hose and he's like, okay, I'm aiming this. Like go ahead and hop <laughs> in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Cause there's like vacuum current going through and it sucks you through. So I hop in the hose and he immediately shoots me into a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? But what's fun about it is that you have Cody and May, the characters, and May is like, you shredded me. Do you want to try aiming? Like, <laughs> yeah. we have some really snarky responses Little for each other. and so on, yeah. And it'll be really interesting to see how or if this dialogue changes as the game progresses. Yeah. Because, like, I can only assume they're going to find each other. Right. Like, they're going to find they love. How does the dialogue develop? How, do, yeah. how does their relationship develop? Because at the beginning of the game, the whole the whole like opening cutscene is like, we're gonna divorce, and we're excited to divorce. Like we hate each other that much. Right. Although it's it's not. I mean, it's, it's not like a hate. Like it's essentially yeah. Like you have two people who are realizing that they're probably not the best for each other, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of like unresolved tension between them. You can tell they don't communicate well, and they're too wrapped up in their own lives to really like yep. fix their shit. So. Yeah, when you first start out, like, you don't really know the extent of what's happening. You don't really know what they're, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, not interaction. They're, fuck, what's the <laughs> word? Help me out here, Demers. Um, They're, like, chemistry? Chemistry, maybe. Anyway, you don't really know what their deal is. No, no, what's the fucking word? I know, <laughs> now I'm mad. But Someone's yelling it right now into at, at their, like, speakers. You don't know what their <laughs> chemistry is. You don't know what their... The way you inter rapport. No, uh, you're getting there. <laughs> the way you interact with someone, what their dynamic. dynamic. <laughs> there it is. You don't really know what their dynamic is. Good job. Thanks for your help, Matt. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, the conversation in the beginning between the two of them is very snarky, but uh, yeah, I'm, I hope it'll change throughout, and I'm just assuming it will. There's a lot of timing-based puzzles. There's a lot of do-you-trust-me <laughs> puzzles. Yep. I think about the lever one where you have the three vents that are shooting air out of them. Yeah. But one of them, unfortunately, is sucking air down, which will shred you instantly. Yeah. So what I have to do is, like, tell Jason, like, okay, on the count of three, move over. And then as he moves over, I have to flip a lever yeah. to change the, the direction of the airflow. Otherwise, he gets shredded. Yeah, you got to take leaps of faith and... Um, you know, what's funny is if you're into gnoming the shit out of your co-op partner, as we are want to do, uh, you can totally fuck over your, your co-op partner and have a good <laughs> laugh. Um, you know, like, like shredding each other or whatever, because th there's really no punishment. Um, you know, there's no lives that you're going to go, that you're going to like, uh, you know, run out of or anything like that. You're just going to respawn instantly pretty close to where you died. So you can have a good laugh and then move forward. In the, yeah. In the Cause story. again, like what they say to each other is pretty spot on. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty freaking funny. Um, and then also while you're through the levels, you will find little fun mini games. 
So ah uh, yes, this you had too much fun with this. We so, laughed so hard at Waka Cody. Waka Cody. So essentially, what happened is we came across this mini game stage, and Jason was he went underneath this platform, and there's like a bunch of holes on top of the platform, and you would have Cody stick his head out. Yeah. So there's four holes up, okay. down, left, and right. Yeah. So in the form of like a like a plus sign, and um, so you were on top, and I and I'm and and I'm underneath. So I, I tilt my stick either left up, right or down. And that's going to make Cody pop up out of the hole. And, and then, I had the hammer. And so I had to try to like, I just went batshit. Yeah. And I just started like hammering every fucking hole I could yeah, as your quickly goal is as to, I could. Your goal is to whack me. And my goal is to not get whacked. And so I score points by, by sticking my head out, you know, and remaining there for, I don't know, like a half a second or something like yeah. that for every like half a second, I can keep my head out without getting whacked. It's like a point for me. And for every time you, you whack me, you get two points. Right. And so the mini game is like, who can get, who, who's the, who can get the first to like 10 points, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think I won you like 10 to nine. I think I got you sloppy. were one hit away. I got sloppy. No, let's be real. I got Something fucking like sloppy. Cause I, cause <laughs> what happens is like he can halfway poke his head out and then I think that's where he's going to go. So I like yeah. go to whack that hole, but then he <laughs> pops up another hole. Anywho. Yeah. So that was just like, you never want to whack the wrong hole. I mean, oh my God, <laughs> you know, you think you're so fucking funny. You fucking dad joke, motherfucker. It was just hilarious because I, I had you just, I, I had you like. I was frantic. I had you panic whacking is what, is what was going on. <laughs> panic whacking. You were panic whacking. And I was just laughing hysterically because I, I kept, po- I, I was poking up through every different hole and you were trying to whack okay, every hole. Okay, enough about you- the panic whacking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so another. Just imagine us. Another just imagine us when we were playing Another, this. This get at, we're done panic whacking. Hilarious. Another mini game that was also involved was the tug of war one. And what are you, are you still laughing about the panic whacking? God damn it. Anywho, another mini game was the tug of war, which, which required severe button mashing. And my poor pre-arthritic fingers can't handle it. So just I just noped gave up. out of that one. I did because I have a hard time like pressing buttons really rapidly. This is something I'm learning <laughs> in my most recent years and it hurts my poor thumbs and I can't you do it. You were all tired from the panic whacking. You had no. Oh my God. <laughs> you son of a bitch. We're done. I'm done with this whole mini game thing. Anyway, they're fun and there's lots of them. You will have a lot of fun. This is the PVP mechanic I was talking about earlier. Oh, it was great. It's not it really, really even great. PVP. It's just kind of fun, like lighthearted. And, and it's games. totally optional shit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're not into like panic uh, whacking, you don't have to Oh do my it. God. If you say panic whacking, <laughs> I know you're just doing it out to piss me off. <laughs> um, at the end of every level, um, at least the two levels that you and I played, we came across some bosses and one of them was a vacuum cleaner. And the fun story behind this boss is that it was a vacuum cleaner that broke because Cody tried to use when they were humans. Um, Cody tried to use the vacuum cleaner to suck up some things he shouldn't have. And like, that's not like a dirty joke. Like he was just probably using it to try to suck up like batteries and stuff. May being an engineer, was like, I'll fix it. But she never did. So now this vacuum cleaner is like pissed off. So now when you've been shrunk down to these dolls, the vacuum cleaner is like, Oh, you bitches. I'm paraphrasing here. He doesn't say this at all. He's, He's like, like, I'm mad you for, yeah. for sucking up stupid shit you shouldn't have you yeah. ruined you ruined my insides you know like, stuff like that yeah. so the boss fight with that was pretty fun um yeah he would shoot out flammable canisters that one person would have to suck up and like the puzzle we were talking about before the other person would have to aim the other end of the vacuum tube mm-hmm. and you would just have to shoot the vacuum cleaner um there's other obviously some like 
you know, more intricate details of that boss fight in the sense that you have to dodge certain things. You have to make the fine little canisters fall in an area where your partner can suck them up, etc. Yeah. And then there was another fight with the toolbox, which uh, was a little, that one was a little frustrating. Yeah. He has a one hit kill um, attack, which is like, he, he like smacks you, smacks you with like a spatula looking thing. And uh, yeah, if it hits you, you you insta die. And if it hits both of you, then that is how we learned of the most punishing possibility of dying in this game, which is if you both die, then it sets you back to your most recent checkpoint, which really wasn't that far back. But during a boss fight, it was like a few stages back in the, in the yeah, boss fight. Yeah, so it probably set us back like a couple of minutes or something every time we. And I think we got we got double. Uh, KO'd at the same time, probably like what two or three times. Yeah. So yeah, it was it got a little frustrating after like the third try because the, you know, you're trying to run around on this tiny little platform where the, where the spatula is like half the size of it, and uh, it's just hard to avoid it. But anyway, we we did make it through, uh, and it, it wasn't that bad. So yeah, yeah. But other than that, I mean, like all of the little boss fights and little mini boss fights that we got to experience were were fun because it does take advantage of those mechanics that we were talking about. Yeah, and pretty much everything you do in this those game. Those new mechanics are in every level that you get. Right. You have to use them to your advantage. And pretty much everything in this game does require both of you to collaborate, even even when it comes down to killing bosses. Like, you can't just both just, like, spam your attack at a boss. You One of you has to do something that only you can do, and then the other person has to do something that only you can do. Right. The last part I just want to touch on is... We've already covered kind of like what this what this game is about. It's about this couple who gets transfer transported into the bodies of dolls because they're having issues, and their daughter is like upset about it. And it's like they're now they're, now they're in like the "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" world, right? And so we don't want to talk too much more about like the narrative or like what they say because you know it it, it is really well done, and like you should experience it for yourself. But what I do want to say is that. The humor and the writing, like, 99% of the time is just fucking nails it. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and these characters are so well-written. There's, like, only a few times in the dialogue where I'm like, that's a little cheesy, but, like, nothing terrible. Um, I think most of the lines that I thought were a little cheesy came from Cody. But, like, again, they weren't, like, terrible lines because Cody is more of a happy-go-lucky dude. You know, he's more of, like, the lighthearted guy who's, like, into nature. Yeah. And May is definitely the more, like, I'm overworked, I'm stressed, like, my job demands so much of me, Mm -hmm. I'm super serious. But you do get to see these fun moments of her where she kind of, like, lets loose a little bit. Yeah. Through the dialogue and the gameplay. Yeah. It's kind of fun. But... I agree. I, I I really do like the the dialogue, the the characters, and the voice acting so good the too. And I already good. talked about it, but I have to say it again. Like that, the voice acting coupled with the animation is just like so yeah. good. Yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm usually more of a like a gameplay guy. Like I just want it to be fun gameplay. And I know that you're you're more of like a story kind of person and character building. Um, and so I I really do appreciate and enjoy this the characters and the story building and and the writing. Um, but if anyone's like me who's listening and they're like, okay, cool, I, I appreciate a good story, but is the game fucking fun to play? Yes, it's really, really fun. Like, the it gameplay is, is fun, yeah. the combat is fun, the puzzle mechanics are fun. Uh, yeah, this the is... The levels are this, diverse. Yeah, yeah. The mechanics keep it fresh. And again, yep. like, we only play two chapters of this, so this is obviously very much a preview. Yep. Um, but I think as long as the game continues to offer interesting new levels i mean like i said we have realistic settings like the shed and the tree but then we saw some more fantasy type settings that we won't really talk about because like you know there's there's no need to because i think that's something that people can discover for themselves but um i think this game has a lot of potential 
And in the two hours or so that we did play, it never once felt stale. It never nope. once felt like we've done this before. It never felt like you're reusing this mechanic over and over again. Like I would say it doesn't really over each level doesn't overstay its welcome. Agreed. And it's really good at keeping things fresh. Totally. And even even the stages or the chapters within the levels are like the, keeping it fresh. Yeah. It, the game moves itself along at a great pace. I really appreciated that about the game. Yeah. I'm very excited to play this. Um, we did play it on PC, but I'm very excited to play it on a, on a couch. We actually used controllers though. We did. We PC. used the controller support and Xbox. it worked really well. Yeah. But listen, like I'm old sitting in my PC chair. Oh yeah. Gaming for that long. I can't do that. I need a nice comfy couch same, so I can same. panic whack with my arthritic fingers <laughs> panic whacking in your nice comfy chair <laughs> <laughs> god that's so weird um but yeah i mean i think that's gonna do it for a preview coverage i mean jason and i were talking about it before we started the show i wouldn't say i have any real criticism of it so far i would agree i really don't have anything negative to say about no. this game i came into it knowing absolutely nothing uh, and I came out of it feeling like, dude, I can't wait for the full game to come out because this is going to be really, really fun. Yeah. That's how I feel. Agreed. Like I can't, like I'm ready to play a lot more of this game. I'm glad that it's 12 to 14 hours. Cause that means we're, you know, we have a lot more, <laughs> we have a lot more time with it. Yeah. So. And I think that's when we're really going to see how well does the game continue to innovate and shake things up. And I think at that point we'll be able to really like, you know, yep. um, to get a grasp of how it all comes together. But for now, I would say like, yeah, man, you should be really excited. I think Joseph's co-op games are, um, and the only ones we played again are a way out in, in so far, a little bit of it takes two, but um, it's, it's rare to find games that are truly built from the ground up for co-op that I think really take a lot of things into consideration when you are making this game like this, yep. that a lot of games that are built for single player, but uh, offer drop in, drop out co-op just, you know, you can tell like it wasn't built for that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, like I'm excited. I know you're excited. So again, this game comes out on March 26th, 2021. I'm excited. Right it's, around the corner. It's going to be a great game. Indeed. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the co-op show. If you like what we do, you can get in touch at contact at co-opshow.com. You can go to co-opshow.com to find all of our other episodes and more information about us. You can find me on Twitter at Blonde Nerd. And if you are so inclined, we would love it if you would leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Preferably iTunes, because that's our Apple podcast, because that's the only one we can really read reviews on. <laughs> and it makes us very happy. It does. Thank we, you so much. We, we uh, sort of celebrate every new review we get. Yes. So it does. It really does. We see it and we, we appreciate it. We do. So again, thank you all so much. And we will see you later this week with another episode. Later. Bye.